0: From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays, a weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, rector of St. Mark's. Welcome. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising, and we have come to pay him homage." When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all of Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it had been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. uh, That story always makes me want to have more questions than answers, and so we'll just start and just work our way through, and by maybe Friday, you all can go home. Um, the uh, Gospel of Matthew, so we'll just kind of work our way this way. There are four distinct Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, this story that I just read you only appears in Matthew. Uh, Luke, John, and Mark didn't feel it was important to remember that story. Um, this story is particularly interesting. It kind of happens right there at the beginning of the Gospel. And so what's interesting to me about that is that uh, dreams play a very important role, dreams. Uh, Joseph has a dream, and, uh, and these wise men have dreams. Everybody's having a dream and being told what to do in their dreams. So for you Jungians out there and dream analysis, Matthew is your gospel. Um, that was a good joke. It didn't work. Uh, the, but it's okay. Uh, the, uh, there are three gifts. Uh, there is a king. Um, these are wise men who come from the east, They are uh, not uh, from Israel, and so what's important for us to see now is what we call the season of epiphany here in uh, in the Christian church. This is the season where Jesus is being revealed not just to the people of Israel, but to the world, and these three wise men represent everything outside of Israel. They come from the east, maybe down the Spice Road, who knows. But here they come. They bring three specific things. They bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, Gold, we all know what that is, frankincense and myrrh, both spices. Uh, To get uh, frankincense in particular uh, was a, a very popular smell, and it's made out of the sap of a tree in Yemen, and you would move it from Yemen all the way up to Rome. All of the Roman, uh, all the Roman uh, wealthy people liked the smell of frankincense, and so the cost of frankincense to move it from, uh, from Yemen to Rome was very expensive, which is why Petra, we all know Petra from Raiders of the Lost Ark three, Petra became a thing because you had to bank at Petra on your way up and over into Rome as you made your way with your frankincense frankincense and myrrh, both very uh, wonderful instances, uh, representing who knows what. But what's important about them is what they are is expensive. Everything that is presented to Jesus as a little baby are worthy of a king because they're extremely valuable and expensive. Um, you can go through all sorts of Google and all sorts of things to understand the symbolism behind gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And like I said, Maybe Friday we'll be done. But let's just hold that they're expensive. I've discovered that uh, in my life that when I come upon a word that I don't like, I always look for its French alternative. Uh, now, this, this is a good game for you to play. Uh, when you find a word, go, well, what's that word in French? And it might sound just a little bit better. I'll give you an example of the word worth uh, what are you worth? What's your what's your net worth? Worth, worth, worth. Uh, I'm not worth anything. I'm not worthy. Worth, worth is a good old German word for wert means Wert. Worth. Its French alternative, value. Value sounds so much lovely. It's lovelier. Value. Well, I, I value our friendship. You are valuable. We are valuing this time. Value. What's your time's value? Value ends up being such a more polite way of saying things than worth. They kind of mean the same thing, but value sounds so much more wonderful. And values, my values, things that are very important to me, that also fits in the whole business of the words worth and value. So gold, frankincense, and myrrh are valuable. They are brought to a child who we will read about through the whole Gospel of Matthew, who becomes a very valuable thing. A human being who we proclaim is the Son of God, who does amazing things. And who's afraid of him? The king. Who's afraid of him? The people in power. Because they have built things, built structures, they've built, Herod literally built up, uh, took the side of a, off of a mountain, took the top of a mountain to build a fortress inside it. Their their value, their worth is made, is is shown by the things that they have. And Jesus proclaims that what's valuable is not these things, but you. What Jesus comes into the world to say is the thing of most value is you. Uh, Not gold, not frankincense, not myrrh, but You. And that that is a big shift in human existence, I think, because suddenly we are moved outside of thinking of ourselves on the basis of our stuff, which we all like to complain about we have too much stuff, but then we realize what is really valuable is us, which is why when one of us dies, it is very, very tragic. We have lost something that there was only one of, and that's you. You. And so tonight is the epiphany, the celebration of this revelation, this big idea, this coming into the world, this Jesus who has brought us a different set of values, uh, to love, to forgive, to find peace, to feed others, to reach out to others, to do to others as you would have them do to you. Those are our values, and they are what guide us. You know, I've been our Christian guide for so long. And tonight, we get to do something really pretty cool, which is we get to baptize two people into this to say in no uncertain terms how valuable you are, how valuable you are not just to your family, but to this church and to this world and to this faith. And so tonight, the epiphany for us is to be reminded our eyes are, and our ears and our minds are exploded open with just how valuable we are, that God came down from heaven, gave us the gift of this Jesus child, and the only thing we really have to offer after gold, frankincense, and myrrh, really, is that's not the stuff. The stuff is us. We offer ourselves, our souls, and our bodies to this to find more people to bring into this place, to baptize more people into this value, to bring about this change in the world, which we think is important, where we see people as people and precious and worthy and valued. Amen. This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.